Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> This is Sharks Across Hollywood, and this week, you know, we're, we're, we're celebrating Thanksgiving, as only I know how, as I, I, you know what, I have no idea what the fuck I'm even talking about right now. Thanksgiving's stupid, because it's just, all we're celebrating is a, is one day where white people decided, hey, I'm not gonna shoot these people right now. I just think about it as being a day to focus on, you know, gratitude for your position in life and for how lucky you are. And uh, I'm pretty lucky in life. And, you know, I mean, just having food to eat every day and clean water to drink and a place to live so I don't have to freeze and I don't have to, in a year without a pandemic, I don't have to worry about my children dying of a disease. You know, like, well, that's what I think. I mean, I understand, you know, like it's got its roots and we want to propaganda it up to be in this American thing. Eh, fuck all that. It's just, it's a good time to be thankful for what you have. And it's always a good thing to approach life with an attitude of being thankful for the good things you have. I'm not saying, you know, don't try for better. I'm not saying, you know, don't be mad about the things that are wrong with the world, but, you know, take some time. And uh, I think it's good to take a day and just say, hey, you know what? Bad as things can be, we're not doing too bad. Tell that to all the people that got murdered for a turkey. <laughs> Not by a turkey. We haven't gotten there yet. Murdered for a turkey. But yeah. I don't I, think anybody got murdered for a turkey. I think they got <laughs> murdered for land. <laughs> uh, and, and for racism. I just I just want to be a glutton and eat pretty much just like I always do because I'm a fat fucking piece of shit. But except on Thanksgiving, it's okay. Yeah, that's kind of awesome. I want to avoid uh, hanging you know, out I'm with my family. For that. And I know everybody's going to be like, hey, you, you, I'm going to call. I'm going to call Andrew today because it's Thanksgiving and it's special. And I'm like, I don't fucking want to talk to any of these people. <laughs> That does raise the question of how we're going to do Thanksgiving this year. I'm a little curious about that myself. Like, are we going to like do it as a Zoom meeting or, you know, what? Like, what? How, how are we going to do this? Because I have a huge family and we can't get together because the last time we tried to get together, we got together uh, for my niece and nephew's birthday. They're twins. So, you know, they had it on the same day. And sure enough, one of us brought COVID to the party. And <laughs> yep. uh, so now we're all quarantining, you know, we're all getting tested and stuff and uh it fucking sucks but that's where we are so yeah i don't i don't know about everybody else maybe they're just gonna be like you know what fuck it you only live once but i'm not going to a goddamn family <laughs> gathering again for a little while nope not until not until we get some semblance of a vaccine out there oh you mean the one that's going to control your mind for some reason <laughs> vaccines don't need to control your mind the internet is already doing it <laughs> very effectively god i wish jay baruchel was in this movie so i can make a hard right jay joke but oh hard right jay doesn't get enough <laughs> exposure he was one of the best hateable characters on that show in a, a show, show full of characters that are all likable none of them i don't hate any character in that show see i was gonna say it's a it's a show full of great hateable characters well because yeah. now granted the show is sort of masterful in taking hateable characters and making them likable like tyson and joint tyson and joint boy <laughs> and the skids and even uh, uh, McMurray, you know, like taking all these characters who by all rights should be hateable and initially are kind of hateable and then turning it around and making you love them, even though they're still they're still dicks. They're still just <laughs> as big a dicks as they ever were. <laughs> but now you love them. Tannis. You see what we're doing here? We're, we're avoiding talking about this weird ass movie. You're avoiding talking. Well, about this that's true. Movie. We were just talking about Letterkenny there for a second, by the way. Hey, uh, so <laughs> glad we lost all of you. So anyways, Thanksgiving, whatever. No. Just eat some turkey and show. Thanks killing. Yeah. Thanks killing three. I assume there's a story about that, but 
I don't know it, so fuck it. There is no Thanks Killing 2. There's like a meta joke version of Thanks Killing 2 in Thanks Killing 3, which is a cursed movie. It's yeah, it it's this <laughs> this movie reminded me so much of the angry video game nerd movie. It was ridiculous. I know you've tried to get me to watch that multiple times and I still have not seen it. I'm I'm not even aware of where I'd find it. You probably wouldn't you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it, says the hipster me, until <laughs> until you've kind of delved into his his internet videos like you'd get it as a movie but you'd kind of have to watch some of the reviews to it's a big 90 minute long in joke kind of oh so sort of like uh jay and silent bob reboot then kind of like you can enjoy it for what it is but there's a lot of shit going on that you won't fucking understand unless you've watched you know 20 years worth of movies i gotta say i don't think you can enjoy jay and silent bob reboot for what it is unless you've watched the 20 plus years of movies well maybe I really don't maybe yeah you're probably right and i i guess i can say that because i have watched all those movies and i know exactly what he is talking about all the time (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i get the references the only reference i would miss uh, would be a would be a jersey girl reference so if there were any of those in there right over my head but everything else i got there wasn't there wasn't he doesn't talk about jersey girl and technically jersey girl is not part of the askew universe so that doesn't exist in that universe oh okay well but at the same time zach and miri isn't technically part of that universe but uh what's his name dong master dave justin long's character oh he shows up it's it's <laughs> it's technically not that character because he does not own the rights to oh, Zach that's and Mary right. make a porno. <laughs> that's right it's a different <laughs> character technically but it's totally the same character yeah oh it's got definitely. a different name but same character same guy that's how movie rights work <laughs> i don't understand ask james marandino because he doesn't get it either james marandino, james marandino. he is the guy who directed slc punk oh why, made, what what happened with him he made a great movie but he's but he he doesn't really understand how movie rights work he got banned from facebook for a while for showing slc punk on his page and he's like why can't i show my own fucking movie i'm like well i don't technically agree with that you're right but at the same time that's just how the law works Fox owns or Sony Sony classics owns your fucking movie and it's kind of dumb there should be a law like if you don't release a current version of the movie within a certain time frame like you know the rights have to revert back to the filmmaker or something like that absolutely I 100% agree with that uh, he, he they'll never do it Disney will block that shit in a minute but <laughs> oh oh yes it should be out there he keeps on posting on his pages like oh there's a 4k remaster coming I'm like I really I don't know if I believe you i'm hopeful i'm hopeful because i'd be on that arrow video or vinegar oh, syndrome yeah. they're the perfect place for that yeah absolutely i'd say shout factory too but i think it's actually probably just a little too fringe for shout factory well it's yeah it's it's too it's too poignant i would say for a shout factory release like it would it's a criterion it's, it's a criterion level movie in my opinion yeah i yeah i think arrow video in particular would do a really great job with it i'd love to see a criterion even but even vinegar syndrome that that edition of rad uh is just amazing but that, i don't think i don't think uh slc front punk is fringe enough for vinegar syndrome no i don't know people people actually like that movie people like rad too but i think rad was probably just going through their catalog probably their most mainstream movie they've ever released oh dude that (laughs) i have i have heard of like maybe a 16th of some of of those fucking movies on on vinegar syndrome's website yeah it's like there's a part of me that wants to get like all their stuff just because it's so weird and fringe (laughs) another part of me is like i don't even know what that is i would yeah half that stuff i would never watch like wow 
<laughs> like half the stuff that I get from Horror Pack, I will never open. That's that. <laughs> it's that level of weird. I mean, once we start doing the shit list, I've got a few over there that are definitely worthy of that. I have Ouija and Bye Bye Man. So there you go. Oof. Oh, and the Gallows. Ugh. I I don't think Ouija is shit list level. It's not. Yeah, it's just it's not even that good. It's wasted potential. It's, it, it's just so mediocre. Like it's not it's not terrible. And I think that's part of its weakness is it's not terrible. If it were just outright terrible, it might be worth a worth a review. But yeah, like I I watched it strictly because my daughter was dying to see it, and I told her I was like. <laughs> You're not going to love this movie. I promise you. Like, don't don't make me do this. And she did. So, you know, I whatever. I'd do it for her again if she wanted me to. But honestly, even she came out the other side and was just like, that wasn't very good, was it? I'm like, no, it wasn't very good at that's, all. That's exactly the kind of movie that I want on the shit list because it would be hard to be like, this is good about this movie. This is, I like this about this movie because it's just so Eh, like there, yeah, there, there there's some Maybe. pretty bad fucking movies on that list that I have, but there's also some that are just like, wow, this should have been something, but it's not. Yeah, I think that's what would be frustrating about it is you can see how Ouija could have been a good movie, but it just it just half-assed its way there, you know. Like Paranormal Activity is a good Ouija movie. There's yeah. a fucking there's a Ouija board scene in that. <laughs> I told you about that with my daughter being obsessed with Ouija board stuff. Like she wanted to watch something with we with a Ouija board in it. No, that's like, fucking awesome. All right the exorcist she's like okay that's how i got my copy of the exorcist uh the complete exorcist and so we sat down to watch it and she was just like this is boring for the entire thing until it got to the crucifix scene you know what i'm talking about yeah i know what you're talking about (laughs) and she was she just lost her shit she was like this is disgusting i'm not watching any more of this goodbye she just walked out and i you know honestly i was proud of her just because you know like (laughs) She wasn't comfortable with it and you shouldn't you shouldn't feel guilted into watching something you're uncomfortable with just because someone else is watching it, you know? And if you're not comfortable with it, yeah, I'm I'm glad she felt that she could just stand up and just be like, I'm out of here. No, you know that scene in a clockwork orange? I'm gonna do that to my kids. <laughs> Just get those little reverse eye clamps and yeah, we're doing it. Eye drop, eye drop, eye drop, eye drop. Oh fuck the eye drops! <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be fucking tough about it. <laughs> they're gonna be blind by the end. <laughs> I needed eye drops for this movie, honestly. Okay, let's stop stalling. Stop stalling, goddamn! I was gonna say you are <laughs> you are dragging us all over the map to try and not talk about this movie. It's not that okay. I didn't like it. It's just oh, that no, I no, no. don't know what the fuck happened i so, completely agree with you i sat down before this i sat down to do a second watch just to try and get a handle on what i was seeing i got i'm gonna say 40 minutes in and i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't keep track of where i was i i, I was just it's so all over the place and it's not that it's an unpleasant experience it's not it's fun it's entertaining but holy shit i was just lost it is it's super dense it is like the craziest episode of south park times 10 and like no, that's what, what it, that's what it reminded me of a lot south park with the voices and all the weird shit happening there is most definitely a heavy heavy south park inspiration on those voices he is doing a straight up cartman for that worm voice it's certain points Rhonda. but but what it reminded me of more than anything was finding a random playlist on youtube that just <laughs> is just some fever dream coked up meth heads gone on there and just and just in the early days of youtube created a playlist of the kind of shit you would never see anymore on there and they just started putting stuff together and it's this and it's that and it's that and it's the other and 
that's the level of logic and of cohesion there is to these scenes. I, I started making a list. I was going to attempt to make this cover the entire movie, but I just couldn't get through it, of just the individual scenes. And if you think about it, how radically different each one of them are. I mean, you start off with the thanks killing two like opening scene. And there's which, space tits. Uh, yeah, it's it's boobs in space and uh, <laughs> my son my son walks in and he's just like why is she wearing that why is she wearing that outfit in space that makes no sense my son's 21 years old i should clarify this he's 21 years old he knows my movie taste and he's like this makes no sense like son you're radically overthinking this at this point yeah it's it's a movie about a killer turkey so but yeah like, so you have nice tits bitch in space you know this yes. scene that looks and he literally says killer. that he says nice tits bitch in space in space <laughs> and he's flying a ship that's a turkey baster and that one really looks like the sequel to thanksgiving you know like that's what i expected i saw that and i was like okay all right this is familiar ground and then it cuts to the opening i don't know if it was the opening credits or whatever but like there's this voiceover that leads into the opening credits and then the opening credits are out of a completely different movie where it's this it's this weird this really well shot highway scene of this garbage truck oh god dumping all these dvds of thanks killing 2 and this weird like disco apocalypse couple of dudes with a flamethrower torching them in the middle of the desert it was surreal it looked like a daft punk video or and something like that and then dubstep yeah exactly <laughs> with with this really good music by the way do you remember the music from thanks killing one no it was shit. i don't it was shit yeah there's a reason you don't remember it and this movie has really good edm i don't know if it's technically edm or if it's dubstep or what it is but electronic music that is yeah like it it's pretty sweet like i'd like to get the soundtrack honestly then we cut to the turkey and his family sitcom <laughs> oh is, don't don't forget we meet we meet the worm and muff his giant robot friend first but nope. only for a second i'm watching it right now man do we, we yeah yeah first? right after the inch right after the fucking opening credits with the edm they do a thing and and we see a copy of the fucking movie. They find the movie and they're like, and they're like, the turkey's gonna be pissed. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So then, and then we go to the turkey's family, and right, what the fuck? The turkey sitcom, it, and it's done just like a sitcom. It's in the living room. Turkey is sitting on the couch like Al Bundy, except he's like rubbing his junk and then sniffing it, which there's a disturbing <laughs> amount of that in this movie, it's, it's, I should say. And then within the turkey sitcom, we get the Pluckmaster commercial, which could be a completely different YouTube video. And then we get our introduction to Yomi, where she's in the garbage can, and it's sort of like a fucked up Sesame Street on crank. And then it cuts to the Meow Mirror cartoon. <laughs> Oh with, yeah, what the fuck? With sunshine, rainbows, rainbows and anal kisses too. The point is, I know I'm skipping all oh, over yeah, the place, yeah. but yeah, you are. But I'm going through these like <laughs> this is what it's like. It's like okay, the last time I did marijuana, I, I I had an edible and I went over to a friend's house and she put on a TV show. It was a really low investment TV show. She basically was like, "You want to watch a movie or something?" I was like, "Well, I knew I was high, and I was like, I want to watch something that I don't want to watch. You know, like something that I'm not gonna want to follow along with, but something that is enjoyable, but I don't really care about." She was like, "All right, I got the perfect show," and she put on Better Off Ted. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's the perfect low investment show. And so she puts it on, and she watched 
watches TV with the subtitles on, okay? Which is something, I know you do that sometimes. I don't mm-hmm. know if you do it all the time, but uh, it's something I, I, I don't personally do. But my high brain is watching this unfold, and I constantly had the feeling that I was watching the beginning or the very end of an episode. You know, that scene <laughs> right after the opening credit sequence when there are still credits appearing on the screen, but there's action going on. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And similarly, like right at the end of a show, they'll have a sequence where the credits start popping up on the screen because they're signaling the end of the show, but they're doing like one last bit. You know, it's a sitcom, so there's going to be like one last gag or something like that before the end, right? (laughs) Only I have this feeling the entire (laughs) time I'm watching the show and every five minutes, and I even asked her afterward, I was like, how often did I do that? She was like, every five minutes you do it. I would realize (laughs) that I was actually in the middle of the episode and I would just look over at her and I would go, oh my God, I feel like I'm watching like the the opening credits of this show it constantly feels like it's just beginning or just and i would explain everything i just explained to you to her every five minutes and that's what it was like it was like having that experience every five minutes of just being like what the fuck am i watching just feeling disoriented and like i'm being shunted into a new show every five minutes i couldn't follow along with what was going on i can't imagine what it would be like to watch this movie high <laughs> that sounds awful I was kind of tired, so it took me a minute, but I was thinking about it today, and I'm like, holy shit, I actually, like comprehended all that like i i was thinking about it today and i'm like i can go back and be like oh hey this happened and this happened and this happened why can i do that i have no fucking idea but i can my issue with this movie now before we really get into this thanks killing the first the first one is one hour and 10 minutes long very short okay and it's it's real basic it's a slasher movie with a killer turkey there you go that's all the explanation you need and it's funny and retarded and there's a song and i thought there was going to be a song in this but it, they didn't end up breaking into a song, I don't think. <laughs> but then I looked. Well, at the, I mean, there there was the meow mirror. Oh, except for that yeah. credit sequence. Yeah. But then I looked at the time, like how long this movie was. It is an hour and forty fucking minutes. And I'm like, why? Like it's a kill. <laughs> it's a killer turkey. All you have to do is take that first movie, make it weirder, and there you go. And they didn't do that. Well, they made it weirder, but they did not make that same movie. It's like the same. It's like that. It's like the sequel to that first movie for like five minutes towards the end when he gets a chainsaw dick. And then after that, it's not. I mean, before that and after that, it's really, really not. It has nothing to do with anything. They did pad out the time a lot during those musical sequences, which there are several of like quite a few electro pop breakdown music trip sequences that really pad out the length. Yeah. And it's, it's like a series of vignettes. You're right. It's like watching every every 20 minutes or so something a new setting happens and a new character pops up and oh it's it's every five minutes i'm telling you by the end of the movie well it had like 40 minutes left and i'm like this fucking thing is still going it was that kind of movie for me i enjoyed it and i laughed a lot which there's some fucking hilarious parts in this movie that i laughed way too hard and lydia's watching it with me by the way and she's just looking at me like dad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the hell is so funny uh she she got weirded out specifically when the turkey's hanging out with his family <laughs> <laughs> and and the the turkey goes he goes off and says my life depends on this you bitch and then he kills his wife he, he splits her in half yes i can't remember what the fuck what the fuck for whatever reason but then 
because it doesn't matter. I just watched it. I turned it off five minutes before this podcast started. And speaking of subtitles, there's no fucking subtitles on this movie, so I can't I can't hear what's going on right now. <laughs> I, I'm only looking at it, and like the mom just puked on the baby, the green stuff when she's having him eat the carrot cake. Well, I know she told she was the one who told him that she had heard that Thanks Killing Two was never going to get released. Oh so yeah, that's told right. Her. That's what it was. And he got pissed about it. So you were saying like Lydia was was really freaking out about one specific moment. Yeah, uh, when when the turkey split his wife in half and killed his son. Yeah, that, I can see how that could <laughs> potentially upset her. But she yeah. knew they were puppets, so she was like okay with it. But she was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it's still it, on a character level. It's still kind of fucked up. <laughs> Let's move on. Fucking okay. Yeah, he so, murders he murders his whole family. But to give you an idea of how packed this movie is, I'm telling you, I didn't make it more than. 40 minutes in on my second viewing i maybe i made it to 45 tops i mean that's absolute tops it may have been a half hour i might have only made it a half hour in it was probably just a little bit more than a half hour but not more than 45 i clocked 14 individual different completely different like hard jarring (laughs) difference between scenes segments 14 different ones in less than 45 minutes that's how rapid the changes are in this movie yeah, it's not it's not easy. No, it's a very it's 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 sort of an endurance challenge to watch it and that's why I said like I feel the same as the very first time I watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I said this to you yeah, in a yeah. text for the listeners sake. I felt the same as the very first time I watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in that I felt like my my senses were under constant assault from start to finish and like when i came out the other end i felt exhausted that's how i felt watching this movie but god i'm so fucking surprised that i actually remember half the shit that's happening you're remembering more than i did like it's so weird (laughs) so this movie's so random there is a there's a like a transition shot where we're talking about the movie again (laughs) uh right after right after he splits his fucking family in half or his wife in half and i think he murders his son somehow or whatever he takes his son with him oh that's uh, right because he's gonna teach him how they're gonna be evil yeah and they they go flying on the seagull uh what is it seagull taxi yeah seagull taxi yep and he kills him by throwing him off That's right. And then we get that great sequence. Daddy, are there playgrounds in heaven? (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I need your soul. Yeah, and that comes back in a big way. I thought this transition shot was introducing us to a character because the fly in this shot, he talks to you, and I think he introduces himself or something, but he's just flying towards the garbage can. He flies in the garbage can, and then he poof, he's gone. He's gone, and then we meet Yomi because she's in the garbage can. Yeah, you expect the fly to be a character or like for him to come back or something like that. Nope, he was just there to get us into that garbage can. Yeah, apparently. that was real weird. Uh, the only thing I can think is that they tried just cutting straight to Yomi and it didn't make any sense in terms of orienting you as to where they were. And so they had the fly do his little fly, like talking to myself while flying into the garbage can thing to let you know, okay, we're in a dumpster now. Okay. Because an establishing shot of an alley with a dumpster in it isn't enough, apparently. Well, I mean, Hey, kudos to them for not taking the lazy route for, I guess uh, not. <laughs> for trying to throw a little humor in there so yomi's a puppet by the way so there's there's these random like muppet puppets but yomi actually looks like a traditional muppet and of course here again we have a whole new sequence that looks like looks like some kind of weird 
fucked up YouTube version of Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah. She's digging around in the garbage can and she's, we, oh, we learn in that opening narration, by the way, that she's the hero of the story and she has lost her mind, like literally lost her mind. Her mind manifests itself as a weird brain puppet. That looks like a uterus. Yeah, yeah, it does. Isn't that weird? I thought that same thing. But she's digging in this garbage can that the fly flew into and we never see again. Looking she's for her mind. Looking for her mind. And then who do we meet? Another character that never fucking comes back. But apparently he's super important because he has something that we need. Greg Garbage. Greg Garbage. That's it. And, and this he's is also basically a puppet made out of garbage gar- bags. Yeah. And we also meet the we also get the cat song and he comes off of her backpack. This is where I start to get a little lost because it got super fucking <laughs> weird at this point. <laughs> Like the story will, the story does come back and the story itself is easy to follow, but all the random crap that they use to make the movie almost two hours long doesn't make sense. If you're easily distracted, this movie is impossible to follow. So after we get that weird cat song and shit, Greg, Greg Garbage, he has a copy of Thanks Killing 2, and I don't remember why. Probably because people were just throwing it away because it's. Yeah, someone threw it away. And it's the last copy, as we know, but Yomi does not know. Yes. So earlier on, we saw saw an advertisement for the Pluckmaster 3000 and the guy on the commercial is his name is Uncle Donnie. Now, that sounds super creepy, but he she thinks that he has a piece of her mind because if she when she looks out of the garbage can, she sees a fucking ad for the Pluckmaster 3000 and it says something about peace of mind cuz the Pluckmaster 3000 you can stick I'm pretty sure a live turkey in there. <laughs> And it plucks it and skins it and roasts it and whatever else. And it's all done. It it plucks it. It stuffs it. Yes. Roasts it. And it pops it out the other end, ready to eat in under five minutes. Yeah. You set it and forget it. There you go. It's the ultimate Ron Popeil device. But the poster or the ad that she sees, it's the Pluckmaster 3000 ad. And it says it'll give you peace of mind. And she's like, oh, God, he has a peace of my mind. Yeah. She's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Yummy. Can't help but love her and be annoyed with her at the same time. She's very well designed as a Muppet surrogate because she really looks like she'd be at home on Sesame Street or the Muppet Show. Yeah, yeah. So now, now we now we get to the scene where the turkey knocks his kid off the seagull taxi and he splats on the ground and then he steals his soul. He needs his soul, and that's again where the movie lost me. Like he exercises his soul. We get like a weird Evil Dead shot at some point. Uh, yeah, that comes a little bit later. Yeah. First, we meet the rapping grandma. The rapping grandma. Uh, I didn't and I know. Was, I, I I watched this with my 14 year old son Mm -hmm. and when we were looking at the blurb he looks at it and it says carves his way through you know so and so and so and so and a rapping grandma and my son looks at it and goes a raping grandma (laughs) well yeah naturally i was like god i hope not (laughs) (laughs) and she's probably one of the funniest characters in the movie she's pretty entertaining i have to admit disturbing i don't know uh, again she she spends an upsetting amount of time sticking her hands down her pants and sniffing it (laughs) I I didn't know what she was at the at when she first popped up on screen, so I wrote down there's a creepy fuck in a wheelchair rapping who happens to be the mom of some asshead in a wig <laughs> and she also likes to fuck. Yes. You know what? Fuck it. Let's let's jump to that scene because I like that guy who is super annoying, but he's probably he's one of the first ones that made me laugh real hard. Jefferson? Yes. Yes, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> so he's friends with Uncle Donnie, and they're going to start a 
theme park called Thanksgiving Land. And Jefferson is way too into authenticity yeah, for he, comfort. His role is head of security, and he's like, what? This is how the head of security dressed back then, and he's in this fucking dumbass wig. And In fairness, Uncle Donnie is also yeah. in dumbass colonial wig. Yes. My brain is already melting just fucking thinking about it now. I honestly can't believe you're attempting to step-by-step this one. I'm like, trying. It's not easy. I can follow along with you up until they get back from the dream sequence where they meet the wise old turkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> After that, I'm lost. That's how far I made it in my review today was up until they just get back and then we get another musical sequence and then the alien worm busts in and they have a conversation and then they turn the pluck master on and it sucks turkey in. <laughs> <laughs> and that's as, that's as far as I can make it. After that, I was like, my connection started falling apart on me and I was just like, all right, I'm out. The only reason I want to break it down is because there's so much funny, weird stuff that happens. Jefferson is not important to the plot one fucking bit. Like, no, but I like what happens to him. And it's really funny. In in <laughs> my opinion, it's pretty funny. He wants he he's waiting on the mail to send him something called a long pike, which is basically just a spear. It seems like. Yep. But he made one with a long stick and a butter knife taped to the end. I think mom, his the the wrapping grandma in a wheelchair makes some joke about buttering toast eight feet away. Something like that. So I, I don't know. There's a whole yeah. sequence where he's trying to flip a light switch with it that is just frustratingly long again <laughs> padding out the time of this movie like he's just flipping at it and flipping at it and flipping at it and trying to flip the switch and keeps missing and 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 i'm just ripping my hair out like just fucking flip the switch oh it's it's when donnie is trying to explain to yomi what thanksgiving land is and he's like the yes. sign instead of walking over to the sign jefferson has to use his makeshift long pike to fucking flip the switch keep in mind the light switch is six feet away from him yes yeah so so he still has two feet of reach <laughs> if 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 mom if the grandma's to be believed there's a lot going on yomi's still looking for her mind let's just fucking let, let's just leave it at that pilgrims are notorious line waiters yeah because he's going on and on about how authentic uh, jefferson specifically yes. is is really tied up in the authenticity of thanksgiving land and he's going on about how authentic it's going to be there's not going to be any wheelchair access because back in those days <laughs> the disabled what what did how did he put it i don't remember but i'm pretty sure it was I, the disabled word murdered or something no i think he said the differently able didn't make it <laughs> sounds that sounds more right <laughs> Boy, I wish I could remember what context this came out of, but I made a note about a catheter milkshake. Grandma was talking shit to him about at that point. She's going to, I'm going to drop to my knees and give Jesus a little slob knob. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And that is one disturbing looking animatronic. I don't know if it's animatronic. Is that a mask? I, I, th I think it's just a puppet. It is upsetting to look at, though. <laughs> it really is. I'm surprised Lydia made it through this whole thing. She did? Yeah. Like, she saw the end credits? Holy cow. She I'm sat with impressed. me and watched it the entire way through. What a sport, dude. Next thing you know, dead neighborhood animals in the garbage can. I'm worried about that a little bit. I'm worried about <laughs> getting stabbed in my sleep by one of the kids. Pluckmaster 1. The Pluckmaster 1 is plays a big role in this. Now, he shut apparently has artificial intelligence yeah. integrated into it did you take any notes i took some notes i i only took notes my second time through and it was it was just too goddamn chaotic to to take anything resembling thorough notes like it's it's so all over the place by the time you've gotten done writing a note you've missed five things because <laughs> it's just one after another after another after another just 
firing things at you left and right. The next note I have is after the disturbing amount of genital sniffing was Uncle Donnie's family getting eaten by wolves while buying stuffing which of course you know we've all been there yeah and that's why the that's why the pluck master one isn't turned on because he it was originally shut down and then donnie was very very protective of it because yomi starts sniffing around and donnie gets pissed and i wrote down hey soul vision like turkey soul vision is what i oh yeah that was the uh the evil dead cam stuff was when what what's the what's the the what's turkey's son's name again nibbler nibblar nibblar yeah something like that so the turkey does make its way to i guess it's jefferson's house it's not donnie's house he kills donnie in a spectacularly fun way like doesn't donnie or uh jefferson go into like a like some weird dream state for a second and then it cuts back to him and he's just fucking like disemboweled and laying on the floor well the impression i got was that all that dream state stuff actually takes place after he's died at that point he's sort of like on his way way to heaven you know because they have several more character going to heaven sequences throughout the movie and it, it they all have that sort of dream state thing so my impression was that he was going to answer the door because he thought his long pike was finally being delivered that's right that's right and turkey just killed him right off the bat but he didn't feel it because he you know he killed him so quick that he was just immediately on his way to heaven before he knew what was happening and his version of heaven was someone delivering his long pike and then there's sort of a great joke scene sequence that my son and I just fucking busted up on where he's like Thanksgiving just got and then it cuts to his corpse just (laughs) lying there in pieces crazy amounts of gore it's fantastic he just quit life cold turkey I I wrote that line down because it made me yeah and after that Nibblar possesses the copy the only copy of thanks killing two yeah and it sort of becomes an anthropomorphic DVD case at that point yeah and it's one of the more disturbing things in the movie for some reason to me but Um, at that point turkey is telling Niblar to come to him and something with Turkey's same voice calls to him from this side room and so Niblar goes into that side room and then everybody goes in after him Donnie and Grandma and Yomi all go in after him and lock the door behind him to block Turkey and then they're in the stupid ass hippie forest which is, <laughs> yeah for, which is what Grandma refers to it as and that's where Donnie tells the story about losing his family and something about oh for, for stuffing and gravy wolves ate his kid and his wife not only did the wolves get the stuffing they also got the side got a side of wife and child you know who else loves stuffing wolves wolves love stuffing and shortly after that oh well you know what there's a scene in between all that stuff before we actually get to the forest where the worm whose name is Rhonda we didn't really bring up the worm much he's a very important character though he's basically a penis he's an earthworm from space and he's got a robot friend with a dirty mustache and he, a comb over like he looks a really like zoidberg. shady looking comb over he looks like zoidberg uh I, he looks like zoidberg <laughs> from meets john waters oh yeah ew oh the the worm has the comb over right uh, the the robot friend just has the weird oh oh okay oh you were referring to the robot friend as zoidberg yeah Yeah, i can see that more but like the eyes his eyes do kind of look like a like a matt graining character a little bit but yeah he's got like he's he's got this nasty john waters style mustache and this really gross child molester comb over 
it just looks so slimy and disgusting and his name is Rhonda. yeah he had turkey's baby (laughs) yes he had turkey's baby and i also there's like a nerd he calls him a nerd worm the there's like a guy behind the at at a computer and he's nerd worm and he said that's right i'd eat your chocolate right now and and that is a whole sequence unto itself that looks like it's out of another completely different movie yeah it it gets weird so if it sounds like we're we're rambling and talking about a bunch of weird shit it's that's because that's what happens in the movie and it's really hard to follow that is exactly the right tone to convey for this movie we're conveying it perfectly if you're confused and jarred and a little bit disturbed so are we so are we so after all that fun we get to meet the wise turkey for the first time and he's the one who was narrating at the beginning and he tells a story about thanksgiving and beheading turkeys and there's a devil turkey and guess who the fucking devil turkey is it's the turkey it's turkey (laughs) it's turkey when i say that i'm spelling it with the ie oh is that actually how they spell the character's name yeah (laughs) t-u-r-k-i-e i I didn't even notice that that's fucking cool that makes me happy so the the wise turkey gives yomi a wishbone and says that it will guide her or something he says to follow the wishbone that's right it's the one thing that turkey lacks yes the one thing that turkey lacks and then we'll find out later that he lacks something else but that's not really his fault And of course, Donnie is charged with protecting Yomi, so it's his it's now his responsibility to make sure she doesn't die. And then when they come out of the woods, they're kind of holding each other in this broom closet or whatever it is. And that was the moment at which I was like, these two are gonna fuck at some point during this movie. Which they never do, do they? Well, they kinda do. do they? <laughs> he does oh, have oh, to well. shove his hand <laughs> up her at one point, which I mean they really make it look like he's like <laughs> He's very trepidatious about it. <laughs> he does have to literally go inside her. So now, now we're back home, and yeah, you're right. They're they're just like holding each other now in the fucking forest after they get sent back from the forest, and they're in Turkey Vision or some bullshit. Yeah, and everyone that's without a mind is welcome. We get Turkey's hypnotic trance beat, is what I called it. Oh yeah. So once they get back, they find I think I think Turkey's there right now. I fucking don't know. Yeah, because he's got his hypnotic trance beat, and he's trying to get the DVD away from. Him. Oh. Okay. And then in comes the Zoidberg worm and, and Rhonda. Zoidberg <laughs> and Rhonda. And they literally and, uh, blow the door off the place. And they literally blow the DVD out of Turkey's hands. Yes. And this is where we learn that Turkey fucked the worm and the worm was pregnant with, <laughs> with Turkey's child. I can't remember. He made some joke about how he's not a how he's not a chick. Yeah, Rhonda's sexuality is very confusing, but um, I suppose progressive in some ways in that sense. And they're having this whole conversation, this whole back and forth between Turkey and Rhonda. And then that is when Uncle Donnie gets the idea to turn on the Pluckmaster Pluck 1. Pluckmaster 1, which, by the way, is this ungodly fucking giant metal machine that looks like something Doc Brown would have made in 1885. Yeah, it looks like it. it's sort of like that meets Kevin McAllister's furnace. The turkey goes through it and he's like, ow, fuck, ow, shit, ow, ugh. He's all melted on the outside and shit. He gets shot out the window. Yeah, it, it messes him up pretty good. And, Takes him out of commission for a few minutes anyway. And this is where we find out that the Pluckmaster is alive for some fucking reason. And he hates Canadians. I can't remember what the fuck that was about, but that's in there. (laughs) What? I forgot that entirely. (laughs) He made some comment, I guess, about Canadians. This is the point at which I'm probably not going to be (laughs) able to help you out with recalling plot points because I only watched it once after this point. And man, it's a it's a fever dream still. Again, I'm laughing because I just wrote down a line. Pluckmaster 1, I can't remember what the fuck for. Zo- the Zoidberg robot guy is like walking. He starts walking towards Donnie and Pluckmaster says, looks like that fucking idiot robot is coming to kick your ass. 
<laughs> and then Rhonda makes a two worms one cup joke. Oh, that's right. Gir- He's, have you seen two worms one cup? Girthworm six. <laughs> oh, there's a lot going on. Anyways, Thanks Killing Two is a fucking cursed movie that will kill anyone who watches it. That's what we learn here in this scene. Also, yes, it was. Uh, what what did it say? He it said he was um, he was uttering turkey curses throughout the entire movie or something like that. Turkey was. I only watched this once. You did, you made it way more. You, you made it way further than I did. There's a little bit of Evil Dead in this movie too. It, a lot of the camera work is very Evil Deadish. Where he oh, w- when he kills his wife and stuff, all that weird like jump cutting to like the clock and all the walls and stuff. Well, then of course the um there's there's the sequence where where he's uh he's equipping his chainsaw dick that is straight out of Evil absolutely. Dead too. He even says gravy. Yeah. At the end. <laughs> Which was my favorite fucking part of the whole movie. Do you know what a particle beam is? Neither do I. But Muff, by the way, is the Zoidberg robot's name, and he has one in his ass. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that completely. This movie's too much. Rhonda really has to get up in there to open up a keypad, I guess, and type in a password, which is 999999999999, which is probably just the only reason it was like that was because they were trying to, he was just pushing a bunch of buttons and it just happened to be nine every time. I thought the exact <laughs> same thing uh, because they've got the little the little prosthetic thing for the worm's tail just <laughs> smacking those buttons. And I was like, yeah, they probably were just like, that's what it kept being. So they <laughs> they just did the narration, 999999999. <laughs> Nine, 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 and then it's like seven or something like that. It was pound. Oh, was it pound? pound. <laughs> yeah. But it was a lot of nines. Turkey's alive because fucking duh. And of course. he recruits an army of, wait for it, turkeys to rebuild him. <laughs> it's a real thing that this movie is doing. You can't, Skeleturkey. this is not not clever like that this this movie's funny it is it is that's the thing is like even thanksgiving or thanks killing one you could kind of look at it and be like okay well it's just it's just a bunch of really dumb jokes but it's like so low budget and it's so fast-paced that you know it's like it's incredibly stupid but you can kind of enjoy it because it's just so cheesy that it's funny this one it's really funny like it's really quite good but it's so chaotic and so over the top that it's it's very off-putting oh hey uh by the way speaking of off-putting they're trying to rebuild him and this is the part with the chainsaw so he says let's go get some drinks and kill a bunch of fuckers but they're like um we're missing a piece your winky wink they call it your panty chode i think is what i heard he had a dick at one point, but he lost his dick. They can't find it. And of course, like like you said earlier, it's straight out of Evil Dead, the fucking chainsaw dick. And then he does the gravy yep. thing. And then for no reason at all, there's a fucking string cheese commercial. Oh, that's right. Like, it literally serves no purpose. But it's really weird and off-putting, too. There's no cows involved in making this cheese. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's 100% chemical. Fuck you. <laughs> or something like that. Again, I wrote all this stuff down and out of context, it all seems really weird, but uh, a line that grandma said, ever been camelback riding in Grandma Canyon? Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that happens right before grandma gets chainsaw fucked in the face and the skeleton turkey's attacked. <laughs> and then... <laughs> 
<laughs> we cut to uh, Jefferson in heaven because grandma's dying. I keep on calling her grandma. She's mom, but in in the in the description it said grandma rapping, so she's grandma. Yeah, like but, I I can't think of her as yeah. anybody but grandma either. Uh, but we see Jefferson in heaven, and he has his long pike finally. But he also says, "God told me he's ready for his slob knob." <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So my next note here, Donnie is like kicking the scale of turkey's asses. But my next note is, even though it's in slow motion, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> Was this a musical sequence? Because I've completely forgotten. Per- yeah, everything. I imagine there's some music going on. They're they're just fighting the scale of turkeys right now. That's kind of the whole thing. The scale of turkeys are trying to get the Thanksgiving two DVD, and Donnie's beating the shit out of them, and Muff is kicking their asses. And oh, that's right. This is when Turkey cuts off cuts off yomi's hand yes right? yes with his chainsaw dick yeah i forgot about that and then he kills grandma my note says yomi gets chainsaw dicked <laughs> sounds so much worse like that <laughs> she doesn't have a hand now before we get into all that nonsense so turkey does get the movie and he escapes yomi's mind is talking to her again because that's a thing he escapes into the fireplace it should yes. be noted into that's the fireplace yes so when her mind starts talking to Yomi, apparently we we learn that she is like the blueprint for all puppets. Yes, she's not a puppet. She's what puppets were based on. It's a very quick transition. Donnie has to be inside of her to make her yes. come to life. Yeah, because after she gets her hand cut off, she kind of falls dead. Oh, that's that, so sad. Like that's that that's what should be emphasized is she appears to be dead at this point. But it turns out that you can bring her to life by just jamming your hand up inside her orifice. <laughs> and this is about the time too when I was watching this yesterday. I'm like, fuck. There's still 40 minutes left in this movie. <laughs> This is a lot. The first movie only had 10 minutes left at this point. (laughs) Plus, including credits. Yeah, including an opening credit sequence and a closing credit sequence. Come on, let's keep going. You're the (laughs) one who knows what happens next. I've completely forgotten. Do I, though? Do I? (laughs) Uh, So, of course, Yomi's awake now. Why is there a hot dog? What the fuck? I did not see that last night, but Lydia fucking (laughs) said something. Hey, there's a hot dog. Why is there a hot dog? What I'm the fuck just it happened? Was a, I'm guessing it was a reshoot and something had happened to the to the worm and they were just like, just slap googly eyes on a hot dog. It'll work. <laughs> okay, I'm, hang on. I'm watching real closely here. There's I, no other explanation <laughs> for it. I'm pretty sure I was writing a note when that, when that shot was happening. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You try and take notes during this thing and it's firing things that you left oh and right. God. You will miss a ton just trying to write down notes. Oh, that's fantastic. Cause Lydia said it. She's like, Hey, there's a hot dog. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and it was gone before I could look up again. So Yomi has to follow her mind. I think it's into the fireplace, uh, but no one can fit except for her and the worm. So they go together and Donnie stays behind to fix Muff's arm cannon. Cause he's fucking mega man. And uh, also because Donnie is a mecha- technical wizard. Yeah. I mean, apparently. He, built the pl- he built the pluck master. Another out of context line that I can't remember where the fuck it's from. It's uh, can I please ride another's pee hole? <laughs> That was when he was asking, he was asking Muff if he could ride on her shoulder. Oh, that's right. That's right. See, I'll take notes and you can put them into context for me. So I know what the fuck's going on. There you go. There you go. That will be the the spark that my brain needs in order to fire a memory. We meet some rats that don't do anything really. They talk about. They're sniffing each other's buttholes to tell (laughs) what cheese the other ate the previous or for breakfast yeah and then there's a bunch of gross jokes about farting and butt cheese and and they basically 
the, the rats are only there to say, hey, keep going, like padding out time. <laughs> yeah. Did they have a deal with somebody to be like, if you can make this feature length, there you go. Maybe. I don't know, you know, but yeah, they definitely take, they definitely pad out a lot of time, but I have to hand it to them. None of it's wasted. It's not like, it's not like the padded time is not entertaining in some way. Like all the padded time is generally pretty funny or interesting to watch. You know, like they managed to make a joke out of it, but it's definitely padding. It, it, yeah. So much stuff could have been cut to trim it down to 70 minutes if they wanted to. So they clearly didn't want to. Whereas with Thanks Killing One, you kind of felt like they were padding time to get to 70 minutes. They didn't have any money to do that. Now they have money for some fucking reason. I was telling Storm, this movie looks like it cost about a thousand times what Thanks Killing One cost to make. Yeah, a little bit. So. 3.5 million. So we also, we're intercutting between, you know, the real world and the hell world or whatever. And while Donnie's trying to fix Muff's arm, the Pluckmaster asks Donnie to fix, I think it's his gravy nader is what I heard, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he, I, I think it was something like that. Yeah, there was something in there, like he reaches in and he just kind of like wiggles his stick around or whatever <laughs> and then things like, oh, oh, that's so much better. Oh, thank you. That feels great. <laughs> Back to hell. Skeleturkeys and beak jobs. There's two skeleturkeys talking and they're and it's really gross. Did we mention that that they're in Turkey Hell right now? Oh yeah, they're in they're in Turkey Hell. I'm not That's, you may have mentioned it I and I just remember. missed it, but I don't remember. Yeah, so apparently the stove is turkey hell because that's where all turkeys that's that's the last memory of the turkeys apparent apparently they're still conscious when they're being cooked i don't know do they want us to be like vegan or something is that the whole maybe the story maybe maybe that's the whole point of this movie is just to spread the word about veganism so also yomi and Rhonda, Rhonda is the worm, by the way. Well, wait a minute. It can't be veganism because they tell these delightful stories about these rats' joyous experience eating cheese and oh, sniffing shit. each other's buttholes. So they're clearly not anti-cheese when they're telling stories that make you want to eat cheese like that one does. So at least so vegetarian it's, then. It's just vegetarianism is what it okay. is, yeah. Yomi and Rhonda are, are in these turkey disguises that are just basically fake turkey noses. Harkening back to uh, Thanks Killing One. Oh, yeah, with the... <laughs> with the really good disguises that the turkey has uh, and they sneak past these two guards that are talking about getting turkey getting beak jobs when they were alive and by beak jobs they don't mean nose jobs no it's like it's like them using beak instead of the smurfs using smurf you know so turkey is trying to stream thanks killing two from hell onto people's tvs and i think it's i think it's implied that it's just going to broadcast itself onto everybody's tvs and it works yes like they don't save the day in any heroic way here people die well i think i think they save the day before everybody gets killed by it but definitely some people die yeah there are no, definitely some people up. dying because there's another musical and uh, there's another daft punk video music sequence where people are getting killed by thanks killing too i gotta say the soundtrack for this movie again you know just like if mondo puts this out on vinyl or something i may have to pick it up it's all weird i don't know again moon poon <laughs> What? What what am I what am I even talking about right now? Do you remember? I have no idea, but you just said moon poon and I'm I'm there. Uh and somebody lost his penis to a trout and turkey fucked the worm's booty hole. What the fuck is going on right now? I don't remember any oh, of this. That has to be the worm. That has to be Rhonda talking. Because Rhonda and Turkey got down and dirty. Like that I think that's a reference to Thanks Killing Two. I think that happened in I think that's all stuff that happened in Thanks Killing Two. Oh okay. like that's where Rhonda and Zoidberg came from. 
we'll go with that. Franken turkey is a thing in the movie. <laughs> That's right, Franken turkey. But he's like, hey, stop calling me Franken turkey. I don't like it. Call me Blarth. And then he calls him Blarth, and Blarth's like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> he starts going, and he's, he's genuinely disturbing. <laughs> It's so fucked up. Uh, but right before he really starts chasing them, Yomi gets Niblar off the machine. But, you know, obviously. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because Niblar, as the DVD, of course, is on the, the streaming machine, which is basically a giant mechanical turkey head. So they're getting chased by Franken Turkey. This is my favorite line in the mo- in the whole movie. It was real funny. It made me laugh real hard. So they're getting chased and Rhonda turns around and goes, hey, Franken Turkey, want to join my band? And he's like, yeah. And then he says, good, because we're looking for a big bumbling bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got I got to ask, was Lydia like deeply disturbed by Frank and Turkey? Because it seems like the kind of thing that might like be a little like a bridge too far. (laughs) She's a weird kid. I don't think she was disturbed by any of it. Like I asked her tell on that one, I guess. Maybe she was, though, because I asked her, I'm like, hey, tell mom about the movie we watched. She's like, no, I'm like, And I'm like, why? And she's like, because she won't like it. (laughs) And then just before they went up to bed, I'm like, hey, Lydia, are you sure you don't want to tell mom about the movie? And very, very snotty like she's like, nope. (laughs) Like, fuck you. God damn it. Just tell her the story. I like that kid. Yeah, me too. She's fun. They make it out of hell and Blarth like tries to follow them, but Muff's arm cannon works and he just blows him away really quick. But Rhonda dies, we think. But we think we think Rhonda dies and then Muff fucking kills himself. Cause that's what we need. Before that, there's the part where Rhonda has like had her or his ass blown off or whatever and he's bleeding all over the place. And, <laughs> Muff picks and him up. Muff picks him up as if to comfort him, presses him against his chest, and he's like, Oh hey, not not that tight, and then <laughs> just explodes. That's when Muff, feeling guilty, blows his own head off. Muff has lost his true love, but you know, it's a Romeo and Juliet situation. Or maybe it's a her. Maybe Muff is a her. I mean, right after Muff kills himself, Turkey, Turkey shows up, but wise Turkey shows up too, making a Lord of the Rings joke about you shall not peck or something. Oh yeah, that's right. Wise Turkey shows up and turns Turkey into a 16 bit video game. Yeah. Which, which was cool. I like that. That was awesome. (laughs) I do kind of wish they'd played it out and actually had, you know, like a Mortal Kombat or some other video game style fight but so in the midst of this uh nintendo style fight thing they are all also trying to open muff's ass vortex the dvd needs to be thrown into the ass vortex so it can be carried up into space and destroyed the vortex comes out of muff's ass and it looks like a giant well it's it sort of looks like a giant intestine stretching up into space but like made out of light more evil dead references i always think of evil dead when i see shit like that because there's that vortex especially in the video games in fistful of boomstick oh yeah totally for sure the only evil dead game that i that i really truly loved was fistful of boomstick i liked regeneration was good but i think fistful of boomstick was a little better i played regeneration and um yeah it was it it had a few technical improvements but fistful of boomstick was just more fun hail to the king was awful it was real bad that game was terrible and it bums me out aesthetically it looked like evil dead yeah yeah no they um they they really did the best they could with ps1 technology but they're just just... like hey remember resident evil let's make that except an evil dead game yeah that's the problem is it had the resident evil 
the controls, which were never great controls to begin with. Yeah, I never really played Resident Evil, so I saw the movies and I'm like soured on that shit. I played the hell out of Resident Evil and Resident Evil 2. I never did get too into Resident Evil 3 or Code Veronica, and then I came back for Resident Evil 4. But yeah, the controls weren't good. They were no. good enough at the time, but once you've moved beyond them, you can't go back. And I was going to say, we didn't know any better, dude. It was... Yeah, that was the point at which I played uh, Hail to the King was after I had... I mean, Resident Evil 4 had come and gone by the time I finally got a copy of Hail to the King. Yeah. I do have a copy of Hail to the King, which are not easy to come by but uh, i should have kept the one that i had i took it back to gamestop and got a different game (laughs) (laughs) oh it was like that huh yep like you like this was this was a this was not a nostalgia purchase. This was a bought it new situation. It was. It wasn't new. It was. It was pretty like. Well, new used. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was used back when you could buy PS One games at GameStop. That was at least fifteen years ago. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. God Jeez. damn, we're old, dude. Turkey does beat Wise Turkey in the video game, so Wise Turkey's fucking dead, man. But they do get the ass vortex working. <laughs> they can't remember the code. They're just mashing <laughs> nines, but they can't get it to work. But fortunately, Rhonda's, Rhonda's alive. Back. Yay. Because Rhonda is a worm and can regenerate, and Rhonda crawls into uh, Muff's brain yep. and yep. gets the ass vortex working. That's the name of my new band, Ass Vortex. Ass we vortex. do Thanksgiving metal. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm down. <laughs> she has to follow the wishbone, I guess. Like, and then I just I w- remember she stabs Turkey in the neck with yes. the wishbone. And I wish you would go fuck yourself. Did she say that? Oh yeah, that's that right. She says, "I wish you'd go fuck yourself." And- breaks the wishbone in half and the turkey explodes so we're skipping over a couple not super interesting things nibblar she tries to save nibblar but the turkey attacks her and shit and that's when she stabs his ass but and then there's the whole sequence of uh of donnie holding uh, holding her hand while she's getting sucked into the vortex and then she's like that's when she has her revelation that her mind is in the vortex and he has to let her go yep and she takes donnie's wig too but jefferson's there going like oh yomi you want to come to heaven well fuck you some Fuck shit. you. Because <laughs> he's welcomed everybody else who dies. He's welcomed them into heaven. He's been there like, welcome. And Yomi gets her. Oh, it's you. Fuck you. <laughs> so everybody gets sucked into the vortex. Ah. And except, then. Except Donnie. Except Donnie. But then the worm. Oh, and the worm. The worm doesn't get sucked. The worm and Muff don't go in there. Well, Muff's dead, but uh, oh, that's Muff right. get, later on, Muff comes back because they combine Muff with the uh, with the Pluckmaster, oh, that's artificial right, that's intelligence. Right. So yeah, that's where her mind is. She goes into the fucking vortex, and the worm sings a dumb song that fucking explains everything that's going on. I've completely forgotten Me it. Me too, but I just wrote that note. But then one part, logic-wise, it cuts to the very next day. <laughs> oh, that's right. It says, the very next day. How the fuck? fuck did he get thanksgiving land like uh, (laughs) just an abandoned amusement park in less than 24 hours what the fuck i think you're asking the wrong questions at this point i had the sound going through my stereo while we were watching the movie so whenever the commercials came on i would just mute the stereo and this commercial came on and it started off kind of looking like like a fashion commercial or something and then it switched to people scooping garbage out of the ocean what the fuck? and then it switched to people unboxing something and then it was like walmart neither my son nor i could make any sense of that commercial from 
yeah. the visuals. Some commercials are just too fucking weird. How appropriate for this movie, huh? Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, I would challenge you, because you, you know they say the mark of good filmmaking is uh, that you can you don't have to understand what's being said in order to follow the story. Like, you could watch it in a foreign language, or you could watch it with the sound off, and you could still follow the story. They say that's the mark of good filmmaking. I challenge anybody to tell me what the fuck Thanks Killing 3 was about. Just watching it on mute to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or switch it to the French track or whatever, you know. Yeah, right, dude. This doesn't even have subtitles. You think they dubbed it? That's fair. Okay, there probably isn't a French track, but yeah, like like put it on mute or something. And just follow along. Tell me tell me I would love to find out what a person who watched it that way thinks the story is. <laughs> they would never guess that the worm decides he's going to go off and make a Thanksgiving land in space somewhere. No, they would not. But the movie's almost over. We get one final shot and the turkey pops up on the screen and says, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. It's a Thanksgiving tradition. You know that's how Thanksgiving 2 ended too. Oh yeah, if Thanksgiving 2 actually existed, which it doesn't. Which I'm a little disappointed I like to about. believe that it does in all of our hearts. There are a lot of dumb fucking movies on Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> that's true one that just popped up is saturday morning mystery and oh it, you know i actually have that one on dvd oh, i got it at this i got it in the same batch that i got thanks killing i it was when uh, hastings was going out of business i went through and i just grabbed a bunch of obscure looking shit out of their horror section omg we're in a horror movie i don't have that one dude bro party massacre three i've heard of that one i don't think i have it but i am aware that it exists Oops, pat oswald is in it <laughs> We finished talking about the movie. I totally just kind of trailed off after that. Yeah, it just kind of petered out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started talking about other things. <laughs> Do we need any final thoughts on Thanksgiving 3? Because it's a, it's a clusterfuck of madness, but it's kind of funny. So if you're into that dumb shit, then there you go. I think this would be a great party movie to have, you know, to just kind of have on during a party or something like that. Because it's weird, but it's visually engaging. It's got good music and you don't have to follow the plot because it's hard. It, the plot's almost impossible to follow anyway. So yeah, you could just have it on in the background and it would just be this montage of weird fucked up visuals and nobody wouldn't quite know what they were watching. So it might actually be the perfect movie to have on in the background of a party. No, this is the definition of a communal movie. Like you need to be with people to really fully enjoy it, I think. Yeah, I don't think I would want to watch this solo again no but, no but i would love to share it with people yeah this is that it's that kind of movie it's like you want to see something fucking weird here you go <laughs> yeah yeah totally and have them just be completely lost like i've never seen thanks killing 2 well nobody else has <laughs> either so <laughs> you're totally missing the point yeah yeah that's that's a friend you don't want because they take shit way too seriously i'll tell you what i sincerely thought about just starting a tinder profile and just being like i am only looking for someone to watch movies with but if you want to fuck after that's fine yeah like sex is okay but i'm just looking for a movie buddy dudes chicks everybody yep just like hey anybody anybody who wants to get together and watch movies let's just because you know you can't put personals on craigslist anymore that <laughs> Yeah, you can. You, they still do. Well, you're not supposed to, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm kind of a rule follower as much as I hate to be. Pussy. I'm so not punk rock. Neither is Hot Topic. That's what MC Lars told me. <laughs> 
I watched uh, the whitest kids you know sketch the most punk rock musician. Have you seen that one? <laughs> no, that sounds awesome. It's, it's this dude. He's like, it's this punk rock show, and there's all this buildup of these kids going into this punk rock show, and they're like, oh man, this is the most punk rock performer ever. You know, like they're going on about how they saw this punk show the other night. He was, they were like, the guy got three songs in, and then the cops dragged him off stage. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw this other, I saw this punk show the other night. They didn't even start. They got so wasted and crazy. It was the most punk rock thing I've ever seen. And then they go to this show and the announcer's like, are you ready for the most punk rock performer you will ever see in your life? And they're like, yeah. And then the dude gets up there. He's like, he's got an acoustic guitar. He's like, hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, uh, I'm so glad you guys all came out. I just love being here. I love sharing my music with you. This is just the best. And he's like, oh, strawberries and flowers and glowworms and happiness you know he's like singing this song he's like in your and they're like what the fuck is happening and then as he's singing he like pulls his pants down and just starts shitting on this thing <laughs> <laughs> and then he swings his guitar to the side unzips his pants and starts pissing on everybody and then he pulls out he's the whole time he's singing this like ridiculously happy flower child song then he pulls out a razor blade and starts cutting himself and Jesus throwing the blood at people oh man what is he gg allen fuck <laughs> wow so holy shit yeah this is a movie for sure watch anyway, it with like your, watch said, it with your mom or something I don't know. i'm i'm not terribly punk rock but i would love to share this movie with some people that would be fun ladies come on come on if an, if anybody's interested you can reach us on social media on everything actually at the shark pod so get at me so I can get at him for you because I'm taken. Sorry. And, uh, you, you, you know, know I'm the you, fun one. If you want to support <laughs> the show so that we can, uh, I can buy a bunch of movies to have available for you when you want to come over and watch movies with me, you could go to audibletrial.com forward slash sharks across Hollywood and uh, start a free trial and get a get the free audiobook of your choice. And we will use the kickback money to buy movies that we don't need just so that we can watch them with people who probably aren't ever going to watch them with us because that's our MO. Just watch it alone it's cool <laughs> dude i have a stack of movies that i bought i i bought more than a movie a day during october it was ridiculous nice none of mine have shipped out yet god damn it i've gotten all but two of mine i'm still missing my copy of the editor and dog soldiers which shout factory told me are back ordered oh shit you're gonna be waiting a bit aren't you yeah but they did tell me they did say you know like they will arrive it's just a matter of time and they were like do you want to cancel i was like no 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 if i if you're actually going to ship them i want them but i just want to make sure you're actually going to ship them because i started like a customer service case with them because they shipped all my other stuff but not those two yeah they They've, they've never not shipped me something yet, so I'm they're they're pretty favorable in my opinion. Oh yeah, I've had nothing but good experiences. It's just you know this one, you know. I mean, I know how it is. You know, I'm if I get them, I'll be happy. That's all I care about. Yeah. Especially right now, like you know, shit's kind of dumb. Speaking of buying movies and shit, if you want to give us money so we can do more of that, go to Patreon.com/slash Sharks Across Hollywood. And again, you can follow us on everything at the Shark Pod if you feel like that kind of bullshit. You should. You should. But hey, uh, happy Thanksgiving, I suppose. Eat some turkey, get fat, have a little fun. Gobble, gobble, motherfuckers. Don't fight with your family because it's fucking pointless. Just eat and keep your mouth shut. You know what? As a matter of fact, don't go hang out with your family. Not right now. Not this year. This is, nah. this, this is your get out of jail free card. 
Yep, definitely use it. I highly recommend it. I'm going to use the hell out of it this year. And Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Thanksgiving is my favorite time to get together with my family. But this year, nope, sorry, not going to risk it. And then go buy a bunch of shit you don't need. All right, so that's going to do it for this week. You know what? Fuck, dude. After they hear this episode, it's going to be Christmas time, and we're coming at you with some weird shit. I think we might be doing Jack Frost movies, but... I don't know yet. Oh, we're doing them. Oh, good. I'm excited. Okay. So, hey, until next time, stay jossum. Awesome.